<laughs> Thank you, uh, Cyclones, for tuning in. We are joined by a very special guest today. We we had it. We sort of talked about it a little bit earlier this week. Kind of had a little bit of a hype about it or whatever. We finally we got we got him on the air. So I'm with Matthias and Marchi as well. But our main guest of the of the evening is Mr. Reese Davis. How's it going, Reese? It's going great. Uh, am I going to have to hire a food tester the next time I go to hit? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I, I want to know. Just let me, let me let me say this. First of all, I always believe fans. Their only obligation is to look at how uh, how we approach things or what we say on TV through the prism. Uh, how does it match up with what I think about my team? And that's why we have passion in college sports. Right. That's great. What I want to know, though, is what is it exactly that they're mad at me about? Because I don't really know what they're mad about. <laughs> well, to be honest, Reese, we just like people to say nice things about us. <laughs> but, but, I, but I have. I have yeah, 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 all yeah. of the thank you notes that I got from, oh, I don't know, Brock Purdy's best quarterback in the Big 12, <laughs> uh, Matt Campbell, what a great job he's done, and everybody, all the search firms. Uh, that that I talked to and the different ADs, everybody wants Matt Campbell. And I said, boy, that'd be a great job or a great job if you could get him, but he likes the job he has. And But I, I didn't get a single thank you note for any of those things. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fair. That's fair. I have no reply to that. Uh, but, but you know, <laughs> no, I think, I think uh, I will. So the, so the great, I think I, I will tell you that the gripe was like, was, um, so this week was when you when you were we were you're introduced because you said you went like one is it like one two three and then you went six five four so we were we were number six obviously right. and then I don't remember exactly what you said or what it was but something along the lines is well they're there and I think a lot of people heard it of well they're there but you know the loss to Louisiana and stuff like this so let yeah. uh, so let's let's uh I want to I'll let you I'll let you clarify the record what do you think of the 2020 Iowa State Cyclones I think they're really really good team. I think they can win the big 12 championship and I don't think they're a playoff team. So, I mean, I, I'm not going to, you know, back down from that. Sure. Yeah. I, I think, I, I think they're really good. I think they can beat Oklahoma again. I think that Matt's done an unbelievable job there. Um, but, and look, I'm not one of these guys. In fact, if you look at my AP four, I've got Iowa State ranked ahead of Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not by that far. I, I don't. I'd have to look to be sure. I think I've got them around ten or eleven. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think they're a really good team, and I don't think it's you know any great shame to lose because I I actually this will probably just make everybody matter, but I actually picked Louisiana to beat Iowa State because of the yep. issues yep. that that you had around the Ames area early, the problems early, obviously the offensive line has gotten really good because it's done a great job blocking for Breeze, but early on it was unproven, and Louisiana has some, as you guys well know from watching the game, they've got elite talent on yeah, the good. line, mm-hmm. so good. I thought it was a bad, I thought it was a bad early matchup um, given the circumstances. Yeah, I know when, when Jamie played, Pollard scheduled that, we were... Tomorrow, <laughs> if they played tomorrow, I'd pick Iowa State to win the game, and I think they would. Yeah. I think they would win yeah. the game if they played yeah. tomorrow. But, but you know, I think you have to give some credence to it. So that that's what I think of. I think they're really good. I think they win the Big 12. I don't think they're a playoff team. So, so the, I want to I want to kind of pick your brain on So what do you guys... What what do you make of this of this of the kind of the this this year's selection process? Because it seems like there's a lot of different 
there's a lot of different factors that seem to be in play for different teams, if that makes sense, where you have, yeah, no. you've got Ohio state at five and Oh, they haven't really played hardly. I mean, they played Indiana, but the, I, I don't remember who the other four games were, but they weren't really anything. Any, there was, it wasn't anybody right. yeah, super right. tough. Um, you yeah. know, and you know, hopefully they can, you know, I, I saw that they were, someone was having some COVID issues, but hopefully they can play this week and play their big 10, um, title game or whatever. And maybe, maybe that would put the whole thing to bed. Um, but you know, so you have that, and then you have the Coastal Carolina and Cincinnati thing, where they're a G five, they're undefeated. Now, Coastal Carolina has got a couple ranked wins that Cincinnati doesn't. But then you have you know like us in Florida and stuff like that, where you've got a couple losses. You know, one that's not not a loss you you know that that you really want to have, and then another one that's not really a bad loss at all. So, I guess what do you what do you make of this? Do you do you, does it seem like there's inconsistency as far as how they're ranking teams or is there, is there some magic formula that nobody understands? <laughs> no, I, I think there, I think there is, but there's always going to be a little bit of inconsistency. And I sort of get frustrated with a lot of my colleagues. You say there's inconsistency. You know, what's the most consistent thing in the world, a mathematical formula. And when we had that, the BCS, everybody screamed bloody murder. You know, so there is some subjectivity that goes into this. Now, that said, this particular committee has an unusually difficult job because it doesn't have any non-conference games to evaluate. Right. You mentioned the different numbers of games that they have to evaluate. There, I think there has been more, for lack of a better phrase, uh, inconsistency than perhaps we've seen some other years. All of it is explainable in a vacuum, but the one thing that I don't quite understand is is Cincinnati dropping as much as it has. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there are a couple of things, but that that's one. The Florida thing, in a weird sort of way, I ran into and I understood a little bit more. Not that they shouldn't have dropped more after that. That was a horrific loss. LSU almost a disqualifying Almost loss the, the way they lost the it, too, with, to the, with the thrown shoe and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that, that was a, a, a terrible, terrible loss. Um, but I understood the problem because what what you have is, unlike, say, for instance, Iowa State and Louisiana, that happened a really long time ago, uh, Georgia and Florida is not that far away, and Florida housed Georgia. Right. So where the committee has Georgia, that was almost the floor, you know, because you couldn't say, you know, well, uh, over the last three weeks, including some times when they had games uh, postponed, they, they got better. So it was all, that was almost the floor. And so I kind of understood where they were coming from there. I didn't understand Cincinnati's drop unless they just don't think they're very good. And if they don't, uh, they should say what I say, just said about Iowa State. I think they're really good. I think they're not a playoff team. I think they're, you know, and I'm speaking of Cincinnati here, I think they're not good enough to be Florida and Georgia and Iowa State. And, and I do disagree with that. And, and, and Gary's in a, a, a difficult spot, too, because what he thinks, might not necessarily be what came out of that committee room. So he has to try to answer for everybody and answer in a collective fashion, which is difficult, as, as I'm sure you guys can appreciate. So I, to answer your question, I do think that there have been more inconsistencies than in years past, but I do think that there are reasons for it. And, you know, and I, that doesn't make it right. And it's going to make people disagree. For instance, everything that Dan Mullen and Dabble Sweeney have been saying about number of games played is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. But 100%. at the same time, when you lose those games as Florida did, or if Clemson were to lose again to Notre Dame, 
where you don't get the, I said this about Ohio state a couple of weeks ago, they can't give you everything. Right. right. So we've seen Ohio state stumble against teams that they should have beaten and it cost them playoff spots in both 2017, and 2018. We just saw Florida do it again. So the number play navigating the schedule and, you know, getting through and beating teams you're supposed to beat is important. That's part of it. And Ohio State hasn't had to do that as much. But when you watch Ohio State play, that looks like a playoff team too. So I think that I think that really what is a weakness for them getting into the field, um, and I think they probably will, but the perceived weakness of them not playing many games is going to be a strength because they are easily going to be the freshest team in the playoff assuming that they get there. And I think it mm-hmm. could really work to their benefit once, uh, once we reach the playoff. Reese, I got, I got, this is a Marchie here. Um, I was actually a former player at Iowa state, but so mm-hmm. my question to you is the way the rankings are right now, let's say hypothetically that Clemson loses to Notre Dame again. Why, mm-hmm. what, who would you pick since it's, you know, Texas A&M at five, and Iowa State at six. Why would you? Why would people put Texas A and M over Iowa State if we're uh, is, a conference champion? It's uh, uh, simply because they would think they were better. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not feeling Texas A and M either. Just coming from a guy who the guys in the game they said have have joked about me. It's finally coming true. But I think the last two years, maybe the last three years, I've had A and M ranked in the preseason very high and had a lot of expectations for them. They haven't lived up to it this year. They have, I, I get uneasy about A&M as a playoff team. Again, they're a really good team. They're both doing a great job there. They've got a, they're terrific on the lines of scrimmage. Um, they really run it effectively. And Kellen Mond has, has played well and played much more efficiently than he has in previous years. Um, but, and I know Alabama is really good, but a four touchdown loss, man. I mean, I just, and then to put them potentially put them in the situation to play that team again is, mm-hmm. is tough. Can't, can't imagine so that they're trying to line up. If, a- if, there, if there's a spot, if there's a spot, um, you know, just to be honest, I would probably rank, depending on how they play, like they didn't stinks it up Saturday, you know, went by field goal against a bad Tennessee team. And you guys go out and just whack Oklahoma, you know, then I'm, I reserve the right to say I feel different. I would feel differently. In fact, sure. I know that. Mm-hmm. But if, but if you know, if it were as it is today, the two resumes I, and under that circumstance, I would probably lean to either uh, putting Texas A and M in, or and this will probably make you even matter if Clemson plays well and just loses, you know, by a field goal and overtime right. again, I might just leave Clemson there because I honestly mm-hmm. believe Clemson's better than Texas A and M, regardless of what happens. Uh, in the ACC championship game. Sure. But once again, it kind of goes back to you can't give them everything. And Clemson wow. played a lot of games, really no quality win outside of a solid win. And that was just a great win, but a solid win home against Miami and not mm-hmm. much else. So, you know, it, it would, it would be a very interesting debate. And I do believe, I should say, I did believe prior to seeing Cincinnati drop, I did believe that, um, that it that scenario that you mentioned, or if Ohio State were to lose somehow, that that would open the door for Cincinnati. I'm not really sure of that. I, I don't think that's true uh, at all after seeing what, what's happened the last couple of weeks, unless they go out there and be, you know, be talked by 50 or some such thing. Mm-hmm. And then my second, my, actually, my last question, my bad. Uh, go for it. 
Um, do you think Brees Hall is going to be invited or at least be a Heisman finalist? I don't know if he'll be a finalist, but he certainly merits consideration. He, he should be a strong candidate for sure. I mean, he's just, I, I read a couple of feature articles about him a couple of weeks ago. I think it was right around the Texas game, maybe. And uh, boy, what, what an impressive story and what a great season he's had. So he is, he is deserving of, of any attention that he would get for the Heisman Trophy or the Oak Walker Award or you know, any, any type of attention that he would get is well-earned because, you know, I'm sure some of it has to do with some offensive line and experience, but when, when, maybe, um, when maybe Brock wasn't quite playing to his capabilities at times earlier in the season, uh, at least not on a consistent basis, they were able to really ride Brees, and it was, uh, it was really, really impressive. He's a terrific back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reese, it's Matias here. Um, first, first thing, is not really a question, but tomorrow could you nudge uh, Herbie and tell him to check his Twitter mentions so he can answer me for once? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that, uh, I gotta, I gotta tell you, I'm really sorry to tell you this, but uh, and I'm sorry, I'm, I told you guys earlier, I'm waiting on my Doordash, so I had to go to the speaker for just. But uh, he, that's not happening. Guys are good guys. I would try another avenue because the uh, uh, that, that's not happening. I'm not even a big fan of it. I can't really remember. There was someone who needed to get in touch with me, or maybe I did something in which I thought it would be good to turn on the mentions, but I, I don't, I don't look at them very often. I just happened to <laughs> notice one pop up after we had had that little, uh, whatever it was. And I asked you guys, how many listeners you had or whatever sort of facetiously. Sure, um, yeah. So I turned it on and then that's how, that's how we connected. But I, I don't think that's happening with four. I don't think, <laughs> I, don't think gonna, I don't think he's turning them on. Anytime. Well, all right. Well, to, to be fair though, we fair have kind of, we have been kind of beating Kirby over the head or being, being Herbie with that, uh, over the head with that tweet from a couple of years ago when he said Matt Campbell was gone. We've been we've been getting that we've been getting some mileage oh, out of that tweet. So no, when I've been there, I've been there. Uh, I've been there to call Thursday night football games. We came there for game day. Yeah, for both football and basketball. <laughs> and uh, everybody has been so nice. And it's uh, it's uh, a great spot and a terrific university. But man, you guys hold a grudge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we keep the receipts, Reese. <laughs> yes, sir. When we when we've been beaten and tarnished as much as we have in the past, we don't forget things very easily. There's a there's a lot of scars on these. Uh, there's a lot of scars on these. <laughs> well, real quick, my my real question is here. You know, I go back to the before the beginning of the season. I, I'm not quite 100 percent sure if you were on that show or not, but it's when Bear Bear picked uh, Iowa State as his dark horse for the the college football playoff. And you know, we're we're kind of here at the end of the season. Iowa State's kind of on the outside peeking in, mm-hmm. but what what has been kind of the, you know, the talk around your colleagues at ESPN and just kind of on the show at, at college game day, you know, when we've regressed from week one to now where we are about just Iowa state in general. I mean, I know you guys were here for college game day last year, but this just, this right. season in general has just been completely different from what it was a year ago. It, you know, it's been, first of all, you know, we like to jump on there for just about anything, mostly because we like <laughs> to get him off, get him off flustered. Uh, you know, which is when he, he's at his best on TV. Um, so he, you know, he's been on the Iowa State bandwagon, as you guys know, for quite some time. We, we teased him about it. And, uh, so I think, I think he's, uh, he's poking out his chest a little bit right now. Uh, he's kind of, he's kind of fired up that you guys have delivered for him. But when, in all seriousness, 
everybody on that set is, you know, is really impressed with the way Iowa State plays and the consistency with which they play and just the attitude and the hard-nosed nature and the creativity that they have on offense. Uh, all of those things have been very impressive to all of us across the board. And, you know, Matt is one of the, one of the top coaches in the game. And I know that, I know that makes you guys nervous, but here's, here's my philosophy about that. If you have a coach that no one else wants, pretty soon you're not going to want him either. So it's, yep, right. it's really a good thing when somebody wants your coach. We, uh, we, we've gotten, we've almost gotten, got kind of gotten to the point now with the Matt Campbell thing where we kind of make jokes about it. We actually, we did a, we did a report, we did a, a an article last year with, with the, with all the Matt Campbell rumors were going around about him going to Arkansas or Tennessee or whatever it was, or not Tennessee, it was Arkansas, Florida state is what it was. And uh, it was called like the, the mm-hmm. Donnie report. Cause some guy, some Florida state fan showed up in our mention someplace saying that his, his friend Donnie knew that he had signed a contract with Florida state. So we started, so we started uh, kind of making fun of it, but yeah, it's it's you made you made a good point though that if if nobody else wanted our coach, we probably wouldn't want him anymore either. So we're glad that other That's we're right. we're glad that everybody else wants our coach because we we want him too. But fortunately, I think we we found a co- we found a coach that wants us back too. So that's <laughs> that's a, yeah. It, it certainly it certainly looks that way, and I'm I'm happy about that because it's it's good to see someone uh, like him who's not only excellent at his craft but also is very comfortable with who he is as a person, mm-hmm. and you know he can achieve the things he wants to achieve a lot of different places and doesn't feel like he always just has to chase the next thing. Um, you know, you know, the great Spike Dykes once said that when you get a new job that you lose about 10% of your support uh, every year you're there. As the head coach, after about 10 years, <laughs> do the math and sure. move on. Yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. things don't last forever, but, but you know, as, as we've learned in painful fashion sometimes this season, you need to appreciate everything you have in the moment that you have right now, and whether it lasts five years or 25 years uh, from this point forward, having a, a great guy at the helm like Matt Campbell, then, you know, enjoy the ride. Uh, that's what, that's what I would say. Yeah. And that's, I think, I think that's what a lot of Cyclone fans are doing this year too, is just understanding, you know, we're, 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 we're happy that we have a team that we can kind of puff out our chest a little bit and kind of, and kind of talk some smack because we got a team that can kind of back it up now. Um, but definitely not becoming kind of prisoners of the moment or anything like that. And, and definitely understanding the journey that's, that's we've had to go through to get to this point, um, which has certainly not been a, an easy path, but, uh, Reese, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get ready to let you go, but I will give you what I'll give you one more. I'll give you another chance or not another chance, but I'll give you a chance to appeal. Give me an appeal <laughs> to the Iowa state fans so you can win them back. Well, I don't, I don't think that's really my style. I think that would be, <laughs> well, you know, that's fair. I hate them. It, it might make them. It might make them question how genuine I am about these things. But I will say that I've got great respect for the program and the fans and the team, and I've always been treated very well there. But you know, it's okay sure. to have differing opinions and to express them. And it's really okay for the fans to get mad when someone on the outside says anything other than "my team's the greatest" and should be in the playoffs. Sure, that's okay because. We we need that type of passion in college football. It's what makes the sport great, and oh, yeah. uh, and I'm really I'm I'm happy that that type of passion exists at Iowa State. Oh yeah, we've got, we, uh, we I like I like to think that as a fan base, we kind of we definitely uh, punch above our weight class and that kind of thing. But but uh, but, uh, but I will tell, I will tell you this: I did do one sort of petty thing after all of this happened. So I want to confess. <laughs> 
I took every I took every can of Natty Light that I had and I threw it in the garbage. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I didn't really do that because I didn't have any Natty Light. What are you kidding? <laughs> that's that's fair. I'm to, totally kidding. To be fair, guys, to, thank you for having me on. Yeah, I we appreciate you it. Guys have, a, have a great rest. Yeah, when when you when you guys make it back for game day, we'll have a we'll have a case of bush light ready for you to go. Oh, okay, you got it. I'll, I'll do it. All right, man. I'll see you <laughs> All right, later. thanks for coming on, Reese. Appreciate you. Thanks, Reese.